it's Jen the Builder. And Corey. And we are taking an elevator ride and recording on the day of world kindness. World kindness. So, Jen, when you said World Kindness Day, you know, in all the Miss Beauty or U.S. or World, they always... Oh, beauty pageants? Yeah. Yeah. They ask, you know, what, what one thing that they would wish for, and they would say, I wish for world peace. And we know that's pretty much impossible because there's too many agendas at a foot. Right. And so um, I think, and this is just my personal belief, if we as the worker bees or the people without the agendas take a, a few minutes to think about how to be kind to one another, I think it would really change, make a change, and it would really change the lives of a lot of people. You know, here recently, I've been just watching how aggressive and angry people are driving, how aggressive and angry people are acting in stores. And if we just, you know, pause that, time that out for just one second and, and show the act of kindness, because maybe that person you're upset with is driving the way you don't want them to. Maybe they're having a bad day. Maybe something traumatic happened to them. And then you give them kindness. And then that person that's going through something gives you another person a little bit of kindness we could really make a big difference yeah i love that and those are really good points and good ideas because as some of us may already know i'm a lister right so i woke up and had my day ready and you and i did separate things you know this morning yeah so when i looked on my calendar which i'm being more intentional about is looking at these different days uh so world kindness came up and I thought, okay, well, how can I make sure to show kindness today? And of course, the next question was, why would I just not make this a thing every day of my life? How I'm intentionally going to go show kindness and go out of my way. Mm. <clears throat> right. Cause I think, no, no, no. I know that we are people who are kind naturally. Yeah. Um, so taking it to the next level, the elevated level of kindness so today, actually, and that's funny because you just mentioned that we had not talked about this at all. And I said today, because people seem to be in such a hurry, um, I'm going to just let people who want to get over into my lane just get over <laughs> and not even care. Right. So I did that today yeah. and it was actually quite freeing. Yeah, it changes things <clears throat> for you because then you're, you're not aggressive. You're not mad and you're not thinking about. You know, oh, my God, why did they just cut me off? You're like, no, no, it's all your way. Right. Have it your way today. I am kind. Yeah. I am kind. And and to your point, hopefully they realize that and they pass on the kindness. So another thing I was able to do today, too, was uh, meet up with a friend. Mm. And that's always important. And so buying a cup of coffee for a stranger, um, for the person uh, behind me. Mm-hmm. So that was amazing. Um, and I was like, thankfully, they didn't order like a huge breakfast or they were with a group of people because right. I it was on a strict budget today. But either way, you know, just some ideas for how to be kind. So I'm going to add that to my list of things um, where every day how I'm going out of my way to show kindness. Yeah. I think it's wonderful that we have a full day of it and it's for the whole world. The whole world, <laughs> yeah. It's not just a national thing, it's the whole world. But I think kindness is translatable because, I mean, if you think about it in these terms, 
Uh, maybe you'll run into someone that doesn't speak your language, but if you hold the door open for them, uh, if they're a little bit further away or if they're right behind you, that's a form of kindness that translates to everyone. You don't have yeah. to have a you know particular way to say you're going to be kind if you're just doing that act. Right. So let's add an elevation to holding the door open for someone. So when I'm going to hold the door for someone and mm -hmm. people typically say thank you, or at least that's the hope, is instead of saying you're welcome or smiling, which are great, which are all gestures of kindness, I might say something like, it's my pleasure. Have a beautiful day. Mm. You know, like, how kind is that? I mean, that would be shocking. I think if someone said that to me while opening the door, I'd be like, wow, that was really kind. And you just leveled up. Exactly. And I want to say that's the whole point of what we've said as far as elevation over a couple years ago, which, by the way, did you know that elevate is like a buzzword now? Wow. Yeah. I was like, oh, everyone's using the word. And I'm not saying it's because of us. I'm just saying, oh, that's kind of cool. Well, I'm going to go out on the limb and say it is because <laughs> of us. The whole world? The whole world. <laughs> Some, um, you know, crazier, bigger trends have started from much smaller things. That's true. That's true. So that that's how we're going to take kindness to a whole nother elevated level. Um, would love for you all to join us on this campaign of being kind every day. Yeah. All right, so I want to say that this weekend, first, how kind of our company to give us a new paid holiday, which was Veterans Day. So we are at the tail end of a three-day weekend. Yeah. All right. Beautiful. Yeah. Just reminding everyone, you know, we record on Sunday for Monday. Right. So it's been great. And you in the band had such an amazing performance at Escape in Redlands. Yes, indeed. So if you followed me on Instagram, which is shamelessband095, or you've seen the website, we have a song kick as well. That's where you follow your favorite bands or you find out when your band is going to be playing. You would see that I posted that this is the month of giving and that the Shameless Band was planning on giving a free concert at the Escape Brewery. And that concert that was free ended up paying so much dividends to my band. And when I say dividends, not necessarily monetarily. I mean, the love in that place was incredible. And yeah. We just had a blast. It was insane how many people just were vibing with us and digging the music and standing on that stage. I watched people just catch fire and it just spread from table to table and person to person. And it was just a, a wonderful thing. Mm -hmm. Well, I don't mean to be cheesy, but because I know you and I know what your music means to you and the people you touch when you do things, even though you are a business and you do make money at certain events, you have a gift of kindness when you do your music. And so you mentioned the word vibe, which is we're vibing right now oh, yeah. because the things that you're saying are things that I'm thinking. Yes. Yes. So I've been doing this studying and journaling on the whole vibing thing mm -hmm. and the vibes you send out are the vibes you receive. Absolutely. And so what I was so amazed at was 
the energy being received by the audience to you. And I just want to say, I think it's because of all the good vibes and the kindness that you bestow upon people and just for them to show up and the energy, I just could not sit still. Now that may not be surprising for anyone, but this was a different could not sit still kind of like I was just in rhapsody over the whole experience. Yeah. It was so amazing. So amazing. So good on you. And just congratulations over and over again for the growth that the band's receiving. I know you told me I was so happy to hear your email signups keep growing on your website. Um, yeah, the, and I have to just mention this because I was explaining to Jen, like, I will post or send out um, some kind of notification and nothing happens. And then two weeks later... I get all these signups on the um, for the email list, and it's just really strange. I'm not mad about it. I'm very happy about it, but it's just like I'm seeing all this growth, and I'm like, yeah. wow, whatever I'm doing, and I don't know what it is. I hope I keep doing it. Isn't that the best? <laughs> yeah. And I'm I'm going to end with this as far as the music because we have a prompt that we're doing uh, for today's episode is if anyone has not read the write-up yet for Less Is More, the album, and what those songs really um, consist of, hopefully, Corey, maybe that's something you can send out an email to the people who are subscribed to you. Absolutely. Um, but it really is a place of healing and going through the stages of grief throughout COVID. Yeah. And this is what health looks like. I just have to say that this music was written at such a time and it really took the band through some dark moments mm -hmm. and it brought them together. It brought you all together. And so now when this music's released, just those vibes are what's going out. And so I'm not in any way surprised that you're getting the kind of following and the kind of love that you all are getting because it was done in such a way. So when we talk about healing, that's what it looks like. Yeah, it's and I'll, healthy. I'll just share a little bit of that right now, real quick. Um, COVID literally drove my producer and bandmate to move to Maya or to uh, Florida, and then we were forced to record remote. And he was producing remote, and Jen would walk into the studio, and I'd say I'm in a session, and she's like how there's nobody here. And literally I was on the headphones listening to him uh, mix and master and produce our music um, from California and he's in Florida. And that was a, a joy to be able to experience that, but it was a dark time because we knew why this happened. This was all due to COVID. He, his job shut down out here and he moved to Florida and, and we just had to figure it out. Yeah. Yeah. So if anyone's working on a project right now or anything, or you're still daydreaming about the thing, I've just learned this. Anything done with good intentions, with good heart, um, it's going to it's gonna impact and it'll come back. Absolutely. So anyways, since we're in on the topic of music, uh, there's this wonderful prompt that I think we should talk about. Um and it says, tell us about, so there are four different times that you can talk about, Corey, are you ready? Okay. And you pick one. So right now we're on this thing with storytelling and just going back in time. Mm -hmm. So this one says, a time you joined the chorus, 
or a time a piece of music changed your life, a time the music took over, and or a time when things were out of tune. Oh, aren't these great? Yeah, those are great. Um, and we're doing this on the spot. No, no time to think yeah. about things too much. I mean, I might want to change that about these episodes because these are very thoughtful type of prompts. Um, no, but when you read them off, yeah. it, the the memories Events just come. strike. Oh, good! Like really hard. And so you're a matter of like, which one do I pick? Well, yeah, but then whatever one strikes the hardest, that's the ah. one I'm like, oh my gosh, I got to tell that story, even though I don't want to. Is anything striking right now? Oh yeah. All right, then you go. Okay, so there's a video floating around, and I just told Jen about this. And um, we were in a concert in Beaumont, and I was singing this song. And I got to tell you, I knew I was flat and Oh, I remember, yes. And it's always those videos that seem to make the light of day, and I just don't know why. It's so disturbing because Aww. as a as an artist, as a, a musician, you know what you're capable of. You've heard yourself recorded many, many times, and you've even recorded yourself a, a bunch of times to to make sure. Okay, I'm not deceiving myself. I I have some talent here, right? So you record yourself and you listen back and like, okay, yeah, I I, I can do this. I, I'm here, but it's always the the recordings that you don't want want out there floating around are the ones that make the light of day again. And so I, I just told you, I was like, Jen, can you please take this video down? It's driving me crazy. I didn't <laughs> even know this sucker was. Floating. Oh, that's the one you want me to yeah. do? <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, being out of tune is not the best place to be if you're a musician, because that's one thing that you're not supposed to be. You're, you're always supposed to be in tune. You're always supposed to be on beat. And, um, yeah, if you're a musician or an artist, I know you sympathize with me. If you're a speaker or a content provider, then you know if something's out of sync, if there's something happening that's not supposed to be happening, that's another form of being out of tune. And so you can sympathize with me as well. I'm just, you know, I'm yeah. heartbroken when that kind of thing happens. I just want one of the best performances to make it out there that way I can be like, yes, it finally happened. I got you. Well, you haven't been through the recordings I have of last night. No. Saturday night. But I I know there was no out-of-tune situations last night, for sure. Man, and it sucks when you're out-of-tune and on stage. Yeah. Because typically we take on the, the mindset that the show must go on. Yeah. So you keep singing. And I've had that happen to me a few times, and you just can't find the note. And once you're on that bad note, it just carries. Um, And I'm thinking, why don't we just stop and let, because Danny was singing the melody, Mm -hmm. you know, and anyhow, it happens, and we just hopefully learn from those things. So music has come up, and I had a conversation with someone on my team just a few days ago, and we were talking about her ability to sing and um, she's kind of shy about it, you know, and she told us a little bit of her background. And I had said out loud, 
if I could sing again, oh my goodness, the way I would sing. And I'd sing all the time. So just a side story for those who don't know, I had surgery uh, for a thyroidectomy and it was a total thyroidectomy. And while the doctor was in there removing the goiters, he found, well, we thought there was one goiter. He found a second one. The surgery took longer. Long story short, my vocal cords were weak. Instead of strengthening them, I got frustrated and just totally shut down. Dun-dum-dum. Right. Um, lately, the desire for singing has come back. So I do a lot of singing on my own or singing with you, Corey. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it doesn't bother me if it comes out funny or weird because it's just us. Right. And then the other day in the car, I was singing and you're all your register is higher. Like you're hitting notes again. And now you've, you're pulling off a falsetto, which I never ever had before. And I still don't know how I have it. And I don't know how to find it. It happens on accident. Okay. I I don't do it on purpose. (laughs) It just happens. And so I'm like, Oh my goodness. I put it out there. And truly, if I were able to sing again, I would give it my all. My so all. I'm going to go out on the limb and say it's not an if, but a when. And when. Okay. If you're a vocalist or a singer, and there's there are the differences in, in those two things, you know for a fact that you have to practice. You have to use that technique. And that saying is very true with uh, vocalism, if I can use that word. <laughs> if you don't use it, you will lose it. You will lose the ism. You will lose your ism. Yeah. So I'm I'm building that up. So there's that story. But a time a piece of music changed my life. Uh, this is a truth of two. And I'll make them so quick, I promise. Corey, you had went to, at the time, a friend's church and you were visiting. And it opened the doors into other things. And you said, Hey, what do you think about being the music director? I'm like, excuse me. (laughs) Like, what are you talking about? And you're like, well, you play the keyboard and you sing. I'm like, yeah, for fun. You know, like (laughs) that's not like a serious thing. And I was like, and I only play chords and I only know the major chords. And I've seen in church as a kid and in school, but nothing to say, Oh, I'm going to be the music director. Now, Please do not be offended for anyone who's hearing this. I grew up in a certain kind of church with certain types of worship songs, and they were contemporary white hymns, okay? Then, Corey, you put me in a church where they're from a Baptist background, and their songs are different, although they were faith-based songs, but different, right? A lot more complex in my mind. Um, So anyhow... We did it. And that was a time music changed my life. Absolutely. And the courage to do it. Because there were a few things going on here. I felt totally not the one to do it because of the level of talent already within this church. Mm. And because I was different. And that's when I learned that, first of all, all music speaks to everyone at some point, and it is so okay to be different. And I remember they first kind of looked, and they were very encouraging. I will give it that. And then they eventually got used to 
my way of doing things and I was able to learn a new way and we literally combined the two and it became something that I don't think really um, existed anywhere else. So there was this um, commercial that used to come on when I was a kid and it was talking about diversity and different people and how they come together, how they work together. And the tagline was, we're different, but the same, the same, but different. And the tagline was like, just like you and me. Right. So that that's what music does. It, it, even though you got differences they're, they it's all the same. The feeling still feels good. It still makes you do what it needs to, to need you to do. So there's no, um, well, we can't do that here because right. you know, not in music anyway. I love that. We're different, but the same. We're the same and different. Yeah, yeah. So that's what music did for me as the music director, and I, I think I had that position for five years. Yeah, and. That was the most I've grown. And then it was during that time a little bit after where I was not able to sing. And so now here we are. And then one of the things that opened up too, as far as opportunities is where we work. Uh, They wanted a music program and that was something we did. And that's how the shameless band came about actually. Right. The birth. Yeah. The birth of shades. And then transformed or transitioned into the Shameless Band. And so, although this sounds like it's about music, and it is, but it's also about when these things come to you, um, the payoff for me in those two moments, instead of fear ruling me or doubt or feeling weak or not adequate, I had to push that to the side and first, I'm going to say it was, of course, from the support of people in my life. Like, you can do it. I'm like, okay, <laughs> you can we're do doing it. this. <laughs> um, and so music and courage while remaining humble and just open to learn all the things and grow, those were times in my life that you no one could take away from me at all because they were so pivotal. Um, so yeah, I can't wait. I can't wait till I start singing again, whatever that sounds like. Nice. (laughs) (laughs) Um, chorus real quick. You were in the choir, right? Yes, absolutely. Started in late elementary, early junior high school. Um, what was the question on the chorus though? A time you joined it. Oh, so I, I'll give the time that I joined when I was in uh, middle school, because that's when chorus technically starts for, uh, well, started for us. And I remember thinking to myself, I don't want to be labeled or tagged as this or that because mm. I'm in choir, because typically athletes don't do, you know, the chorus or the choir, so to speak. But what I did was I kind of got my friends, um, not opinion, but just what they felt or what they thought about that. And like three of them said, man, I wish I could sing. I'd do it. If I could sing, I'd definitely be. And I was like, bingo, I'm in there. So I went and I tried out and I did pretty good. And I remember the first time we sang uh, one of those songs that, you know, all choruses have to sing 
And I thought to myself, this was not the type of chorus I was thinking mm. that I was going to be in. And it was, the song was, you're a grand old flag, you're a high-flying flag, you're a grand old high-flying flag. I was like, okay. <laughs> I still remember that song. So appropriate for this weekend, Veterans Day. That's great. One quick memory. Speaking of songs and chorus, I was in choir but this one was a solo I did for extra credit. So I was one of those kids, absolutely. If you gave me extra credit and I was able to turn that A into an A+, I was all about it, and I really didn't have any shame. So I went to a private school, and Miss Majdan, God bless her, she was so sweet, Spanish teacher, um, she said, okay, we're, I'm going to give extra credit if someone learns this song, and it was in Spanish, Mm -hmm. and you had to perform it. So she hands it out and she gives us a tape because back then it was tapes, cassette tapes. Oh my. And uh, I got a couple of those, by the way. Yeah. I, oh gosh. Yeah. We had a whole um, episode on cassette tapes. Either way. So next week comes around and she's all, did anyone, you know, learn the song for extra credit? Cause today's the day we're doing it. I'm looking around the classroom. No one has their hand up. So I raised my hand and I did it. And do you know that to this day I remember the song? Oh, to this day, and well, I'm gonna I'm gonna sing it real quick. The whole and, song? No, it, but I'll just do the chorus. Okay, okay. Cuando ya se pasilista, cuando ya se pasilista, cuando ya se pasilista, a mi nombre yo responderé. Yay! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I remember, and I was so happy when I sang it. She was so happy because someone in the class did it, and my classmates were like. Oh, oh my God. God. She's <laughs> so extra. She's such an overachiever. But man, music will do that. It will. It'll do that. So, man, this episode is really full of elevating moments mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. from kindness to stepping out and just doing the thing, getting past all of it, and plugging into some music that just lifts up your soul. Yeah. Oh, and before we get out of here, I just want to mention one person that really rocked my world at the concert. And so I'm going to give a shout out. And I I don't even know if she listens to uh, the podcast or not, but Jessica, you are a rock star. Oh, my goodness. Dude, she stayed for the comedy show and the comedians got on her and she just was. Just went with it. Just went with it, you know? And and that's hard to do sometimes, especially if you don't like the spotlight. But like I said, I told her that night, I will remember this night for the rest of my life. And for a good reason, not for a bad reason. And I just, man, have a newfound uh, joy, energy, love, respect, and all that good stuff. Yeah, very impressed. She just went right with it. I would have froze. Yeah. Because I'm like, okay, what are you going to say about me? What are you going to (laughs) do? But she was such a good sport and such a wonderful supporter of music, the band, of people, period. People, period. People, period. Well, you know us to take the elevator. We say look up and let's elevate. Elevate.